Everything you need to know when you're reading out loud, when your microphone is part of your job. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart. Welcome to Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice. Today, the voiceover studio workflow. The more you know, the more confident you'll be, the better you'll sound. Okay, now this series of podcasts is mainly about your voice, but let's take a quick look at what happens when you go into a voiceover studio. Well, first of all, you'll read the brief and the script. You'll assist the studio engineer in setting the mic position and levels, the level of your headphones and talkback and the position of any script stand. Yeah, you're not just going to sit there like a dummy, are you? You're going to take part in that, how comfortable you are, the height of your chair, the microphone position and so on and so forth and such like. Then you'll likely have a first run-through of the script and get any questions answered about the style or the speed, the timing and the tone, the projection, pronunciation and contractions. Now, those might be things like, can I say they'll rather than they will? Or, 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 or do not instead of don't? Which would you prefer? Do I have to stick exactly to this script when you say that you want it read in a conversational style? So you'll work out together who you're talking to in the script, so your target listener, how old they are, where they're listening, what your role is, the name of the the product, the brand and the service and so on, and also the overall message and any key words or phrases that'll help communicate that message. The director will be giving you those kinds of notes. We'll be running through that brief, and we spoke about what the uh, what the brief will have in it uh, a few weeks ago. Have you understood the script correctly? I mean, it may be that there's a phrase there, also at the food and drink fair, more famous wines. So, is that additional wines that are also famous, more famous wines, or wines that are much more well-known? more famous wines yeah do you see how sometimes it could be open to interpretation the mood and the tone of the script and also how your voice personality can convey it as well also in a commercial read your director should be able to tell you exactly who the script is aimed at and the part you're playing this is vital information which will help you choose an emotional state for the read and an appropriate style and tone For example, advertising a car, the copy and the placement of the production, the script and where the commercial will be seen or alongside which TV programme may be directed at the general consumer or parents. I mean, perhaps the copy highlights safety features and accessibility or maybe corporate users mentioning the miles per gallon or the comfort or, or maybe it's targeted at the petrol heads you know with technical specifications being highlighted and you can hopefully see that each of these scripts would place the production in a different place and also think of what part are you playing Are you the the caring mum? Are you the reassuring expert or maybe the boffin? Are you an educator or a neighbour? What kind of neighbour? The annoying one from two doors down who everyone avoids? The one that's always organising cake sales and car shares? Or the one next door who you share babysitting with? Having the director give you the role and the audience will mean you've got something to creatively respond to to help you find your character voice and then the style of the read as well as other elements like the pace and the projection the tone and the pitch also at this point you can mark up your script with any changes including where to breathe 
especially where you may need to pause and take a slightly larger breath, which potentially will be edited out later so you can get to the end of a long sentence. And then you can go for a take, sometimes called a a first-pass take, and get more notes. These very first reads are your natural reaction to a script, which are worth capturing both on tape and in your memory to help you in subsequent reads. They're unlikely to be perfect, but they're a good starting point, and you may just strike gold and get a terrific spot-on or unusually creative read. And... Then, more takes, minor adjustments, possible feedback regarding doing one phrase like you did in take three, and another like you did in take eight, and so on, as well as doing it all completely differently, just because we've got a bit more time, so we might as well get our money's worth, perhaps try something completely outrageous. Push the envelope, out of the box, off the top of your head, go wild go crazy. Let's just see what happens with our last few minutes left. So there you go. There are all sorts of things that are going to be happening and the likely order in which they happen when you are in the voiceover studio. And that's today's edition of Get A Better Broadcast, Podcast and Voice Over Voice. Tomorrow, how to make a sound engineer your friend. As we continue, from London, I'm Peter Stewart.